are now about to witness the strength of Flex Talk. started as an idea. What if we made a Deadpool movie? There was only a few of us back then, and looking back, we had no idea how big it would become. So innocent, and yet the momentum that had started. Ten years into it, phase one has exceeded our wildest expectations. You know, if you told me back then that one movie would spawn an expansive two-movie universe, I'd have said that you were crazy. But here we are with actual actors, a moderate special effects budget, and several low-level X-Men. None of the big ones, though. We gotta save something for phase two. And we're back! You ready for some Deadpool 2 talk, buddy? I am. Okay. So, we are now officially back recording live, baby, live. And I'm coming live from Southern California. My name is David. And my name is Josh, and I'm coming live from Sin City, Las Vegas. Ooh, with the deep, sexy voice, Josh is coming from Sin City. Anyways, uh, if you guys can tell, Josh has a badass killer mic now, so now we're official, right, Josh? That's right. We are official podcast. Official. We're on the map. We're official podcasters now. I feel like a, uh, I feel like an official thing now. Right. Right. We can't be stopped. Can't be stopped. Flix talk won't stop. Can't stop. Anyways. Right. This episode, guys, we're going to be talking about the brand new movie, Deadpool. It's been in theaters for about a week now. If you guys have seen the movie, if you guys love the movie, if you guys hated the movie, this is where we're going to talk all spoilers and everything that we noticed or saw in the movie Deadpool 2. So, um, Josh, you actually just came back from the movies today. So, what did you think? I thought it was awesome. I, I thought it was way better than the first one. The jokes, the, the CGI, everything. Yeah. And it actually had a better story. Okay. Very, very cool. What, what, like, really stuck out in your mind fresh from seeing it? Um, honestly, my favorite part, and I'm probably going to get shit for this, but it was the Juggernaut, dude. He looks so badass. I don't think you would get shit from that. The Juggernaut looked badass. If you like really bad CGI, I guess, go back to X-Men 3. Actually, he wasn't even CGI, was he? In X-Men 3, it was like just a guy in a big <laughs> in a big suit, right? Yeah, I think it was... was uh, wasn't it the guy from Snatch? Yeah, yeah, and Lock, Stock, yeah. and Two Smoking Barrels. So, which I thought actually was a pretty cool casting choice, but the suit just looks so weird. I don't, it, it wasn't, it's time for X-Men to shine with the Juggernaut. No, it looked like a Halloween costume. <laughs> Definitely something like that. But in this one, um, we get our third villain, uh, because at first we, it's cool because they didn't reveal the third villain in the trailer at all whatsoever. So I had no clue going in that there was going to be another villain to deal with other than Fire Fist and Cable. Um, right. and towards the end of the movie, we see that Cable ends up helping Deadpool and his X-Force team. And, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man, because Cable and Deadpool are fucking solid man i can't wait to see more from them i hope i see more from them you know oh yeah and i definitely dude josh brolin did a great job once again he could he could be thanos he could be anyone yeah definitely definitely man it's his year like we were talking about man he has sicario 2 coming out he's kicking ass he's, oh yeah they showed that trailer again and i was just like oh i can't wait for that too yeah yeah so um so what are some of the things that you noticed uh in this movie that i guess you can call an easter egg because i noticed a couple right off the bat without even looking it up 
Um, I didn't really catch any Easter eggs. Okay. So, one that I caught right off the bat, uh, it was kind of callback to Deadpool 1. Uh, I don't know if you remember when he leaves. I forget her name. But he leaves the woman's house that's blind that he's staying at. And he oh, says, yeah, yeah. he says, I love you so much. If anything happens, uh, go on the floorboard and there's a brick of cocaine. It's right next to the cure for blindness. And <laughs> in this second film, we open up with him going into the floorboard and it says Wade's Coke and it says the cure for blindness right next to it on a vial. So that was fucking awesome. Um, I'm so glad that they had so many callbacks to the first one as well as so many references to like the DC universe and so many Wolverine fucking jokes man it was crazy oh, yeah they they he, he he slaughtered wolverine yeah yeah and that's funny it kind of opens up with him um wanting to kill himself because of what happens to vanessa uh she does die in the film so he really holds a lot of resentment because he feels like he could have stopped it and uh we kind of open up with just him wanting to kill himself and he blows himself up he's on top of a bunch of barrels filled with gasoline and um Flicks a match in there or flicks a cigarette inside, explodes, and the first thing he says is, fuck you, Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, and then you see and then you see his arm flying and he's got the middle finger. Right, around. right. So, I think – and, and he mentions that, you know, fuck you, Wolverine, for dying first. He goes, I should have died in this rated R franchi- franchise basically because it's, it's just them too, right? I mean, it's Deadpool yeah. and Logan in this rated R world is what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. And then we got the contender Venom who I don't even think he stands a chance. Well, I think that movie is still unrated. I don't know if it has a rating yet. I don't know. I thought Do it was rated R. Uh, I, I saw him not rated at the bi- at the end of the trailer, so uh, I'm I'm still not sure about that one. I mean, if it is, it is. It doesn't even look like a, it's going to be a rated R movie until I see a red band trailer or something, you know? Yeah. But um, I think it should be a rated R trailer for sure. But I don't I don't think it might be. Just just we'll guessing. I mean, see. it's a Sony picture. I just I'm just guessing. Right. You know what we I mean? Can only wait and see. Yeah, and Sony did Spider Man, so and that wasn't rated R. So yeah, and that was good. Yeah. My favorite part probably was when when they're in the prison and everything and that yeah. fight scene and you think that that kid is going to be like all badass and he gets his ass kicked like every time. <laughs> yeah, so Russell really tries to be a badass in this movie, a.k.a. Fire Fist, and um, he just really wants to be part of a family and uh, he wants Deadpool to be on his team. So, you know, Deadpool's – at this time when they're in the prison, everybody's – uh, mutant powers are suppressed through that neck collar that kind of just stops the mutant gene. So right. we get to see Deadpool kind of, it was kind of fucked up. We get to see Deadpool kind of actually dying because cancer is taking over. And then there was that really like crazy fight scene between him and Cable when Cable enters the prison to try to uh, kill Firefist. And I guess Cable like flips him over, like over a barrier or something like that. And he lands on a oh, table yeah. and like breaks his back. Ugh. That yeah, was, they look brutal. Yeah. I was still laughing, but it looked brutal. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was pretty that was pretty bad. But um, yeah, to see his like collar fly off and then he was actually able to regenerate. That was actually I was like, oh god, thank god his collar came off. <laughs> right? He's like, did he say like uh, super mutant healing powers back or something like that? I don't know something. I don't know. He was able to just kind of like pop back up. Yeah, yeah. He said something like that. Mutant powers back or something. Mutant powers back. Yeah. Um. So it, it was cool to see kind of like um because in the beginning, him and Vanessa are talking about starting a family, and then when he kind of meets up with Russell, he's like, you know, just you know, team up with with other people. You know, don't get your ass kicked. It's not worth it. You know, type of thing. Like basically blend in and become a follower, and then he ends up kind of right. like 
just hating this kid for a while. And then I think after a while, he kind of just, he almost kind of takes him under his wing. Like he can, he understands fire fist sadness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this movie going back to that, it it was so emotional. Mm -hmm. It was, it was cool to see a different light of Deadpool. And I think it's why a lot of people like, including myself, uh, I think that this is my favorite of the two Deadpool so far. Um, because they went a little more in depth with Ryan Reynolds character and you had to kill Vanessa, dude. You had to. And I'm not going to lie, dude. I got, I got a little choked up when he, he kills himself finally, or he, he finally, um, you know, lets the cancer take, is that what? No, he, he got shot. He got shot and he put the collar yeah, on so that he wouldn't regenerate at the end of the film. And, uh, when he passed through that, that water, I don't know if you felt it, man, but I, I felt a little teared up, dude. Yeah. It was sad. And yeah. She, because she basically told him he's not ready yet. Yeah. That, that was kind of tough, man, because you're, because he doesn't give a fuck about any, anything or anybody anymore. He, all he wants is Vanessa, who's not even on earth anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to see him kind of get pulled through that water and go from Deadpool. Like I almost forgot what Ryan Reynolds looks like because I know him from the Deadpool, the skin of, you know, it's all like he looks like an avocado basically. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. When he transformed, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. That's what he looked like. Yeah. So that, that was pretty uh, a sad scene. But yeah, she said he wasn't ready and, um, he needed to kind of lead his team, you know, which kind of insinuates that we're going to get more from either X-Force or Deadpool 3, hopefully. Right. So that kind of leads to my next question that I wanted to ask you. And a lot of people have been asking for like the last week, would you want to see a Deadpool 3 next or a X-Force movie next? Um, I would have to say an X-Force movie. Mm. Okay. Why is that? Domino was badass. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to see more of her and the whole team and Colossus kicks more ass. Yeah. Yeah, no, Domino was definitely actually she she actually really, really surprised me. Um and from the trailers I was like, okay, this sassy girl with the power of luck really like it it doesn't seem too interesting. But when it actually came into play and you saw all the things that were happening around her based on her luck power. Yeah. Um it was actually cool and um her fight scene with cable was actually pretty dope. I kinda liked it. Oh yeah. Yeah, so oh, it was, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was pretty cool seeing all that. And, um, me personally, though, I gotta say, I want to see a Deadpool 3 and maybe keep those characters on the side and not really make them the main focal point. Um, like maybe do little cameos of the characters. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only thing I really wanted to see more of in this movie was Negasonic Teenage Warhead, uh, which we barely saw yeah. at all. And it was like, we saw less of her in this one than we saw in Deadpool 1. So I was like, okay, fuck. And then her, her girlfriend, y- is it Yukio or something like that? Yeah, Yukio. <laughs> yeah, it looked like she had a... Pr- so, uh, so a coworker told me that that wasn't even an actual Marvel character. That was like a made-up character for the movie. Oh, really? I don't, yeah, I don't know if it was true or not. But um, stereotypical, like, Asian <laughs> look, I guess, to her. She had a real, like, Sailor Moon-ish look. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so it was kind of cool seeing those characters again. Um, Colossus went full beast mode in this movie, dude. Oh, dude, he went hard. He went ham on Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was getting Still his ass ham. kicked there for a little bit, though. I was scared. Yeah. Yeah, almost like in the first movie um, where he fought Angel Dust. Dude, she, used to, she was whooping his ass, man. I, I kind of wanted to see more from her, too. Because I don't think she died in the first one. Did she die in the first one? I think she... No, I think she got crushed, right? Uh, I, th- I we, did- we just saw that... that- 
that um like area with all the ships and stuff it kind of collapsed on everybody but we didn't see her die i don't believe i remember colossus was kind of like running with her over his shoulder like through the blast or whatever but we never see what happens to her so i i thought she was a really cool character too because she went up against colossus but um i mean if we can get you know the characters from back then to kind of peek their little heads through in these sequels that would be cool callbacks you know what i mean oh yeah that would be really cool to see yeah. But I'm sure she's still alive because she seems stronger than Colossus. Yeah, and that was the scary part. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it, it was funny because you, you see Colossus like so much like he's really for the law and the law of X-Men. You know what I mean? So just the fact that we got to see him say the word fuck in this movie was so awesome. It was too. priceless. Yeah. Was priceless. He's like, come on, Dude, man. I love say, when you say it. <laughs> I love when Ryan Reynolds, aka Deadpool, does that scene from Say Anything mm. with the fucking. Oh yeah, he's holding up a with phone. The phone. <laughs> yeah, he's holding up a phone with a little speaker box on it. The the, the ghetto blaster that was really really cool. That's hilarious. Yeah, seeing little things like that. Um, also the uh, the DC references, you know, <laughs> were great. DC references oh were God, great. Yeah. Uh, saying that you know, oh, it's very dark. What is this a DC film? You know, yeah, you're was, so dark. Yeah, it was really cool. Also, he said something like, uh, to the effect, I don't remember it verbatim, but he said something like, um, like, my name isn't Martha. And I guess it was a callback to Batman versus Superman, where I guess both of their mom's names were Martha. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did say that. Yeah. And I, at first, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about because I've never seen Batman versus Superman. I'm not a DC fan. Um, but I had to kind of see this in an Easter egg video and he, and it is a reference to that. So there's a lot of call, you know, a lot of references back and forth between Marvel and DC universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, now that you say that, I remember that scene with Batman and Superman with the Martha thing. Oh yeah. Was that a good movie by any chance? Cause I, I hear so many mixed reviews. It was, it was a movie. I'd say it's a little bit better than Justice League. Okay. But that's not really saying a lot. Yeah. Because I still don't acknowledge Justice League as a great movie. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that one either. Um, I actually yeah. only got halfway through it. <laughs> but really? uh, yeah, man, it was it was kind of bad to me. But anyways, yeah. um, so back to some of these uh, just Easter eggs of Deadpool two or just spoiler talk. Um, seeing some of the cameos from the other X-Men was really cool. Just them kind of exploring the X-Men. Is it called something? Oh, X-Men Academy, right? I believe. Yeah, X-Men Academy. Yeah, them going through the X-Men Academy. So basically, uh, Ryan Reynolds has killed, uh, Deadpool's killed himself. And, uh, he's blown himself to bits and Colossus kind of picks up the pieces, brings him back to X Academy. And, um, he just kind of waits for him to kind of regenerate or puts him together. I, I don't even know what happened because I don't think he regenerated. I think his kind of limb, he like kind of, didn't he tape his limbs together or something? I remember something. him had like, he had like duct tape on his suit. Yeah. And then he was like, is he, you're talking about when he was in the wheelchair? Yeah. He yeah. Like yeah. Around. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of like moving around in, uh, in Professor X's wheelchair, which is really funny and he even put the helmet on, which I guess was a helmet that you can kind of connect to all mutants and he, and then he breaks it. Yeah. That's what <laughs> No, I like I like too when he's when he's he's going through the house with the wheelchair and he breaks all those those um statues. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh man, there's so many white guys on the wall." <laughs> yeah. I forgot what he's the like, rest of the old, bit old, was, yeah. He said like, "Uh, your old man, man, white guys are creeping me out or something like that." Yeah, and, something. Yeah. And then um he's like he's like, "Man, there's he goes, there's never uh any room for for any more X-Men in the budget, is there?" And then it shows the actual X-Men from, from the younger cast of X-Men, like Beast, we got to see, um, uh, 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 ah, we got to see, what's his name? Um, um from Split, James McAvoy, or... McAvoy, McAvoy, I don't know what his name, Professor 
X, young Professor, Professor X. X. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Um, and then we also saw was it Quicksilver? I believe his name is. I think, yeah, it was Quicksilver. And I think there's one more, and I didn't see the other one. Uh, it happened too quick. Was, it happened, there was like four X Men there though. Yeah, it was literally like four seconds, like a four so that second was, shot. Yeah, yeah. So that was really really cool. Um, I, the ultimate dude was them. Firefist breaking out uh the juggernaut and um the juggernaut just like smashing from the inside that big ass bus and the bus just it's ex- like exploded dude and it like broke the that ground was yeah oh my god how much power did this guy have dude he was like ult- the ultimate he's unstoppable the juggernaut yeah yeah and then uh <laughs> there was a funny uh there was a funny kind of quote there um which my coworker actually told me cuz I forgot where he was talking about where Deadpool, I guess he meets Juggernaut face to face and he goes, Oh my God, Juggernaut, I'm such a big fan. I should have worn, yeah. I should have worn my white pants. <laughs> Did you notice that? Because in the first movie, he tells Francis, he goes, Oh, he remembered to wear his brown pants today. <laughs> Do you remember that? Cause you know, insinuating he's going to shit in his pants basically. Yeah. He's gonna shit his pants. Or he's going to be the shit. Dude, and he basically. rips. He rips the fuck out of Deadpool, dude. That was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And then Juggernaut just comes up to Deadpool and rips him in half his torso. Where we get to see him regenerate his baby legs, which was the oh fucking God. weirdest, grossest scene I've ever seen because they show his baby dick. <laughs> that was gross. Dude, Dude, and then he walks up to the cable and they make that deal. And yeah. it was so funny it was so, and creepy at the same time. Yeah, that looked like such kind of weird CGI because it, because I was like, wait a minute, his torso was super long. <laughs> like, why would his butt be that low? It didn't make sense, but... um. And then oh Cable, you know, is in the car and he goes, thanks to you, I know what a baby dick looks like. Yeah. <laughs> or baby balls or something like that. That was full yeah, fucking funny. Yeah, your baby balls. Dude, and then, he, and then how uh, Deadpool kept uh, going back to Cable and kind of insinuating that he was a racist for killing Black Tom. Yeah, that was, that was classic. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a racist. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He tells Dopender to turn off his music and he's like, man, just say it in an Indian accent, why don't you? And he's like, God damn it, I'm not a racist. <laughs> Right, and then before that, he he kills that one dude Tim, I think, and but he was totally white, but he had cornrows. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I just that's what I just said. Black Tom, oh. yeah, black the guy, black Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had like braids. I guess he's actually a a character in the in the comics. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I looked him up, and he's actual character in the comics. Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I di- I didn't know it was the Juggernaut when the Juggernaut gets released. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be someone else. I didn't know I didn't know it was him either, really, until I actually saw the face and I and I heard his voice and I was like, "Whoa, that's the Juggernaut, dude!" Dude, and his voice sounds so much better than the stupid X Men movies. Yeah, it was cool that we got to see him a rated R version too because he was able he was able to like cuss and be a little more vulgar, and that's kind of like. I, every time I used to see the Juggernaut in the X Men cartoons, I used to like. I'm like, man, this is the menacing guy. You know what I mean? This is a guy that's oh, yeah. very badass. So, going from the X Men three version or the X Men Last Stand, whatever it was called, um, to this Juggernaut in Deadpool two, it was such a breath of fresh air, man. Oh, definitely an upgrade. Yeah, and yeah. I, I love how he still that thug mentality because mm-hmm. I remember in the TV show, the cartoon. Yeah, he was constantly robbing banks and shit. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. he was a total badass, dude, total badass. And they and they captured the height, um, his mannerisms. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool how they all worked together to kind of take him down towards the end. Um, right. now I want to see it again because a couple of coworkers they told me and I missed it. I want to know if you caught it at the end. When, at the end, when they take down Juggernaut, does he come out of the water at the end? 
I didn't see that. Okay, neither did I. I but apparently, he does though. Apparently, he he comes out of the water when they're all walking away. When they're walking away towards the camera after they after Dopinder runs over that like creepy guy that wants to kill all mutants. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like when they're walking towards the camera, you know, and they get that shot, you can see Juggernaut crawling out of the water. But it's like a quick second or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, a couple of seconds. Because, oh, but I, I all I saw was splashing in the back because I thought he was getting electrocuted. Um, but apparently there was more to it and I was like, what? I might, I might just go back to see it again just to see that part at the end, dude. Yeah, I'm there too, brother. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we have to get some kind of, uh, sequel to this. This can't be the end of Wayne, of Wade, man. Oh no. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be back. Yeah. Yeah. And so. another thing with the juggernaut, not, not, <laughs> the juggernaut. <laughs> the juggernaut. Yeah. Um, no, uh, he can't die, and like that helmet is to protect him from Professor X. I think they mentioned that in the movie. That's though. right. That's right. Also, too, he mentions, and I didn't even catch it. I had to read it again. Um, that uh, Professor X was his, uh, is it brother or something? Or I think it's his half brother. Let me check this out really quick. Yeah, it says, yes, Juggernaut is Charles Xavier's brother brother yeah it says fans will surely be pleased to see that this version is far more faithful to the comic book version than the one in yes. the x-men last stand played by vinnie jones that's who it was vinnie jones uh vinnie but jones. they may explode in their seats when russell reveals the family history juggernaut has been discussing yes he wears his metal helmet to keep his brother from reading his mind yep awesome that's fucking great, dude. I love when they can incorporate this comic book world into the actual screen life world. Because right. people like me, I don't read comics, dude. I, I really don't follow the comics. And I know a lot of guys that do, so they kind of try to spoil it for me. Um, but it's a little cool. It's, it's cool because I know that they incorporate a little bit of both. I heard it's not 100% true to the comics, some of these movies. You know what I mean? No. No, and it's probably hard to do. Yeah. When they're writing it, I'm, I'm thinking... And yeah, you, you got you got to twist some things around, um, especially for like the last Avengers movie, man. Um, I heard since you have so many fucking cross characters, uh, you know, uh, Guardians, Thor, all the Avengers world. I, I heard that was like just pretty much just all written by all the writers. Like they didn't adapt too, too much from the comic book other than a couple of like Thanos um, comic book issue stories or something like that. But um yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. And going back to that, uh, Wolverine was supposed to be in it, but they couldn't find a way to write him in. Oh, uh, in Avengers? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Oh, wow. But they couldn't find a way to tie him into it, uh-huh. and that's why he's not in it. And something about, like, Fox rights. Like, yeah. Because even I, though Marvel owns Fox, uh-huh. it takes a while to, like, distribute it or something. Yeah. See, I was hearing that uh, with Walt Disney, um, everything's kind of, like, in the works right now with Fox. Like, it's going to take, like, a, like, almost, like, a year to acquire it. Probably less now, but, uh, like, to acquire full rights. That's why they don't know what they're going to be doing with this X-Men franchise coming up. Right. And that um, kind of makes sense. Uh, totally off topic, but... Mm. But the HBO and Tales from the Crypt thing. Mm. Maybe that's why it's taking so long. Yeah, that is legal battle. That is getting pushed back. Um, Now, it was kind of cool. Actually, now that we're on the topic of that, uh, of X-Men, I opened up my Instagram late last night and I saw someone that I think that worked at a movie theater or something. And they actually Mm -hmm. got in a poster that said Dark Phoenix. And I was like, what? And it didn't have, it didn't have a date. I don't remember it having a date, but it said Dark Phoenix and, I think the X at the end had a circle around it for X-Men. So nice. I was like, yo, we got to get that Did it soon. say coming soon or anything? I, I, like I, did, I didn't right? see. It was literally a pure black uh, poster oh and there was nothing but – it was like a font. It said Dark Phoenix. 
Um, nice. yeah. And I was like, I was so hyped for it. So like, especially like when I saw that and when I saw that Halloween one that you sent me, I had seen it before. I'd seen it a couple like weeks ago. Um, but it looks like some people like the theaters are posting the Halloween movie that's coming out in October, man. So hopefully we get more news and a trailer coming soon from that one. Yeah. I'm totally stoked about that. And people yeah. keep posting the bus of it too, like the makeup bus of the mask. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah doesn't it kind of, yeah. Doesn't it kind of look like a, like the Rob Zombie one a little bit? A little bit. And it has like, yeah. did you see the one that has like blood by the neck? I think so. Like it looks like it got cut, right? Yeah. Okay. I did see that one. I didn't, I see, I didn't know, I don't know what's official and what's not. So it's kind of hard. It's almost like when you always send me these fan made trailers and you're like, David, <laughs> this new movie's coming out. Chucky part 10. I swear it's oh coming out, God. David. It's coming out. <laughs> right. I'm like, Josh, is it a fan made trailer? I can already oh tell God. it's a fan made trailer before you even send it to me. That's the funny speaking, part. Speaking of that, speaking of Chucky, uh, hate to get off topic here, but, but, but did I tell you about how they're thinking of making Chucky going back to like, like to World War II times? <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I wish it was fake. Josh, stop it. They're running out of stop ideas, it. David. Josh, stop it. Running out of ideas. Okay, we're going back on topic. Fuck that other shit. I don't even <laughs> want to think of that. <laughs> I don't even want to think about Chucky running around on the battlefield in World War II. Right? <laughs> and then you, it, it pants to Hitler's face it, and he's like, bring me this Chucky dollar. <laughs> no i don't definitely want to even think about that anyways let's get back on this deadpool too man so we can make this a shorter podcast than usual um let's <laughs> jump to the post credit scenes man these post credit scenes were cool so we got two post credit scenes right um the first one we got deadpool trying to hack into cables i guess time i I don't know what it's called it's like a time traveling device though correct right yeah i I call like a hack to apple watch yeah (laughs) and um he's asking uh, or he's having negasonic teenage warhead and yukio uh they are hacking it and uh it doesn't make any sense because she's like She's like, I don't think this is a good idea. And then the girl, Negasonic, says, uh, yeah, probably not. But she does it anyways, and she throws it to him. And he's right. like, all right, thanks. And he just takes off, right? So then we get some yeah. more credits a little bit for about five minutes. And then we get our actual full scene where, dude, this is one of the best post-credit scenes I've seen in a long time. It's because it's, a, it's the funniest one. We get like three different scenes. We get um, we get uh, Deadpool traveling back in time to uh the creation of of deadpool uh which was in the x-men origin story of wolverine and um he kind of just goes back and shoots the the first creation i guess you can call it deadpool 1.0 or something like that yeah and it was was he called weapon x back then the the deadpool i I yeah i believe that was was when he was weapon x yeah yeah and he looks terrible by the way um if you guys want to laugh go watch x-men wolverine origins um he looks like a fucked up baraka fucked up baraka he has laser eyes of all things laser (laughs) eyes guys come on so they, they really fucked that one up. So anyways, he goes back in time, puts a gun to that head, shoots him, and then he shoots him about five times on the floor, which is great. Um, then he goes, they show him go back in time again. He, um, oh, he saves Vanessa. That's the cool part. Right. I think that's the coolest one. He saves Vanessa. Um, he's able to, I guess, throw the spatula in time and it goes right into this guy's head, saving Vanessa. And all is great again in the world. And I was really happy to see that one. It was like a heartfelt one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that um, was cool. And then we get to see him go back in time to where 
Ryan Reynolds, the actual actor <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, is reading the script for uh, Green Lantern, and he just puts a gun to his head. Deadpool puts a gun to Ryan Reynolds' head. I know, the trigger he he looks so it. happy. Yeah. Did you see his face? He's like, now I'm in the big leagues. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Ryan Reynolds goes, I'm in the big leagues because he's a, in a superhero movie, and he blows his brains all over the script. So that was awesome. Was it just those three? I might have forgot one. I think that no, I think that was it. Yeah, and it was so cheesy when he went back to the time where, uh, where he was standing in front of Wolverine because you could obviously tell it was a scene from the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just so they just show Hugh Jackman just kind of standing there looking at him, and it, they froze the frame or something like that. It looked it didn't look too, and and the quality was even a little grainier too. Did you notice? That? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the quality it was probably great. like. They probably phone called him and he's like, just, just figure it out. Just figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, it's funny. I actually saw on TMZ about three days ago, uh, the TMZ TV or whatever it is on YouTube. Um, they interviewed, uh, Hugh Jackman just really quick for like a minute and they, and he says, Hey man, Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know, Deadpool coming out. Are we going to see, uh, anything popping up from the Wolverine? And he goes, no, that's all Ryan's thing, man. He goes, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm completely done with it. So I think he's just really, a really retired it after logan and that's it people just need to shut up and i'm the biggest logan fan ever so sad he, he hung it up man and and much props to him because he was the best wolverine and hopefully the only wolverine that we get ever speaking of that that was fucked up in the in the opening scene mm-hmm. he's playing with that little wolverine thing doll oh God, and he's yeah. got the log and shit that yeah, was fucked up yeah so we get an impaled um logan and it looks like a uh like a little music box type of thing like a music box yeah yeah so it was a like a music box whatever. yeah like a magical music box but of logan turning around on his death scene basically as he died at the end of logan so i wasn't laughing because i was offended no <laughs> yeah i was totally offended but i did like when he's when he when he's had the the professor x helmet on yeah uh c- cerebro yeah that was and funny. he's doing his thing mm. and he's fucking with cable and then he goes something something about sharknado 8 <laughs> Will there be another Sharknado? Oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. He says, uh, yeah, he goes, he goes, I got three questions for you. He goes, is dubstep still a thing? Right. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes, what Sharknado are we on? <laughs> yeah. And then he says something else. I totally forgot the other one. But um, speaking of that, I'm, I'm glad they use Skrillex Boomerang, huh? Uh, Bangerang, actually. Or Bangerang, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So they play a Bangerang down. Bangerang. You know? And uh, that, was a, that was a cool one because they actually played it twice uh, in the movie. And right. uh, and then Cable goes dead. Dubstep is for pussies. Right. So that, that was and then cool. later on he and then he goes. I guess Dubstep can't die. Yeah, that's right. He says, "I guess Dubstep can't die." And then they play the song game. Bang a ring, how? So um, yeah, overall cool fucking movie, man. Um, unlike the first one, we don't get our epic intro scene right away. So mm-hmm. we wait until Vanessa's killer is captured. Then Deadpool hugs him, which I didn't know what was going on at first. Wade's kind of hugging him. And then yeah, he kind of does a half turn right into a semi or comes some kind of big truck and they splatter. They both die, which yeah. is like a Mortal Kombat fatality, bro. Right. That was insanity. So that was, pretty crazy. that was really, really cool. But it also showed that, like, I think that he knew that that since Vanessa was dead, that was it. He was going to he was ready to die. So he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill this guy with me. Boom. Even though he can't die. Um, yeah, and then, was- yeah. And then we get our um, our amazing Celine Dion intro. So that was right. I heard. <laughs> no, I heard that was an actual 
original composition from Celine Dion that she recorded strictly for the movie. Really? That's that's mm-hmm. what I was told. That's what I was told. Uh, but don't believe me. Google it. So Google it. Uh, we got an epic intro shot, which was 007-esque, you know? and oh, yeah. um That was awesome. So cool, man. So fucking cool. I love when they were doing the each Deadpool on each side pointing at each other. Yeah. With the gun. That was cool. Very, 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 very cool. Um, so, other than that, that's all I can think about uh, off the top of the dome. Uh, did you have any other Easter eggs or spoilers that you want to talk about? Not really. I can't think of anything either. Okay. So, what do we, what do we give it? Ah... Uh... Let's get some ratings going. Come on, bud. Overall or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it a 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Very, very I cool. I it was way better than the original. They had a better story. Yeah. It was funnier, uh, more action. Okay. And it had some heart. Definitely a lot of heart. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give this one a 9.5 out of 10. I liked it more than the previous installment. Uh, I give Deadpool 1 a 9 out of 10. Uh, so I give this one just a point, half a point more. And uh, I will be watching it again, and I will be getting it on a Blu-ray. Hopefully, a steelbook will be coming with that. Nice. And uh, yeah, if you guys haven't seen Deadpool 2, go check it out. It's making some amazing money. And hopefully, uh, well, it's going to be competing with Solo this weekend, man. So I think it's got it. I don't know, man. Solo. There's so much I, I wasn't too going into on it, with though. that. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Solo either, and that's uh, I think a lot of our listeners might get turned off with that because I'm, I know there's a lot of Star Wars fans, but I don't plan on seeing the movie. And if I do, it's probably not going to be till next week. I know my dad texted me today. Actually, he's like, "You want to go see Solo when I'm coming out?" No, oh. and I was like, "No, nah, not really a big fan of the trailer." Is he a big fan of the Star Wars world, or he's more of a Trekkie, honestly? Then why the fuck would he want to go see Solo? I don't understand. He still likes Star Wars too, but he's into sci-fi he basically. Yeah. Okay. You know, I I, you, I just haven't really seen the last couple movies. I haven't seen um, The Last Jedi. I haven't seen the Rogue Story one either, you know? So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to be lost in this world if I watch this one. People say I'm not because it's going to be a, sol- it's, you know, quote-unquote solo movie uh, right. for Han Solo. <laughs> Um, so it's just kind of its own standalone, I guess. Yeah. So definitely. I might check it out. I don't know. There's not or, a lot of movies or, coming out this weekend. Or almost like a solo origins, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And solo. The cast origins. didn't look that great to me. I'm not really, I'm not really a Donald Glover fan. I mean, he's cool on TV and stuff, but his movies, his, his music's great. I think oh, his yeah. music is really great. Yeah. Childish Gambino. Um, but the, the, yeah, the trailer just didn't really pull me in either, man. I know it's going to break in some money from Memorial Day weekend, so. And you know what? I actually get that day off, so I might go see it. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Something a little different from me. I'm usually working 24-7, but. Yeah, so that's our score, guys, on it. Definitely a high rating, uh, for this movie. If you guys haven't seen it, like I said, check it out. Um, and yeah, you guys can also follow Josh and I's Flix Talk Instagram at Talk Flix. That's Talk F L I X. We're also on Castbox and we're streaming. Also, all of our podcasts are on Apple iTunes, so make sure you guys are following us on that. What else, Josh? What else? That, uh, we're we're going to be taking over the Twitter world soon, too, right? That's right. That's right. Somehow, I don't know when we're going to get into the Twitter world. I don't. I, I can barely balance Instagram, but. Right. Maybe I'll let you take over and you can just vape and tweet all day. How about that? That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Maybe guys. you're never going to believe what this guy just tweeted. <laughs> right. All right, guys. That being said, this is David for Flix Talk signing out. And this is Josh from Flix Talk saying keep on listening.